So on this channel, we discuss criminality and crime a lot, and this is because it's something that I'm interested in. It's because I believe that the recent data of the spike in crime that we've seen over the last few years is serious. And if we don't course correct, if we don't return to sensible policies, if we don't institute new policies, we are going to continue to see negative outcomes, not just in major cities across this country, but all across this nation. And more importantly, if we don't come up with solutions, if we don't come up with answers, if we don't push our ideas, then the other side will push their ideas. They'll start blaming the wrong party. They will put their answers forward and we will all be the worse for it. And a perfect example of this is this story out of Hammond, Indiana, where they have decided that the high rate of crime at gas stations is not the fault of the criminal. It's not due to deficiencies in law enforcement. It's actually due to the fact that gas stations are allowed to be open after midnight so they have passed an ordinance to close those stations in order to make the crime that happens at those stations not happen this to me is idiotic it's ridiculous but it's where we are in this area of indiana that is closely bordered to chicago so i think it's worthy of a discussion but before we do i want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over at actualjusticewarrior.com slash join give me the money give you give me the money Okay. And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. A new ordinance is in effect in Hammond, Indiana, and it's changing when you can get gas at local stations. Most gas stations in the city will now need to be closed from midnight to 5 a.m. So there's two things that you should take away from this. First and foremost, that's the ordinance. Most of the gas stations, except for those who have exemptions because they're near a highway, so it's not going to negatively impact other drivers, are ordered to be closed after a hotly debated ordinance was passed through the Hammond City Council. Secondly, this guy look a little crazy and he sound a little crazy. I don't know what it is about him that's bothering me, but he's giving me some serial killer vibes and I really hope that if they instituted this ordinance, that his hunting ground was on gas stations so that we could save the lives of all his future potential victims. Allegedly, it's just jokes, folks. Don't sue me, local news guy. I'm just having a little fun. We spoke with several people getting gas today, some on camera, others off camera, but one thing was the same. They are not too excited about this new law. So first of all, Mugo, very attractive woman. Now, I personally hate commenting on this sort of thing. I hate talking Talking about people's appearances, but the thing is, you guys out there in the audience are preverts, you're discussing, and if I don't comment on it, then you guys certainly will. This girl can get it, that is just a fact, but also, I find it incredibly interesting that despite the fact that this bill, this ordinance that they ended up passing, was hotly contested among the population, it was actually passed at a 7-2 to two majority. In fact, it was a heated debate over the summer. Leaders in Hammond adopted the new law anyway. They say closing gas stations overnight as part of an effort to help reduce crime. And the city's mayor really pushed for this change. It eventually passed in the city council by a 7-2 to two vote again. Now, there is a reason for this. There are crimes that inspired this that I do want to get into, but essentially they're blaming the gas station for the crime that occurs at the gas station and cutting off law-abiding citizens to access 
to that gas at night while rewarding selected stations with the ability to remain open, thus giving them a competitive advantage over their competitors. So if you happen to own one, if you happen to be operating this as your source of income, if you're willing to take the risk in order to have this station open from 12 to 5 a.m., the city is telling you no unless you apply for an exemption. And to me, this is ridiculous and patently absurd. And they have an arbitrary distinction on why they think this is a smart policy, but I just don't buy it. It means gas stations in Hammond must close from midnight until 5 a.m., but there are some exceptions. 11 of the city's 37 gas stations will be allowed to stay open overnight. City officials say they considered factors like the number of police stations and just how close those gas stations are to the expressway. So there's a reason why I dismiss this, and it's not just out of hand because they're blaming the gas station rather than the criminal. It's because the policy itself is not internally consistent. When you look at the crimes that inspired this, a lot of it is spillover from the city of Chicago. The reason why that's absolutely crucial is because of the two standards that they're using to allow gas stations to be able to open at these particular hours. Now, the first one, I guess, makes sense if you're going to go with this policy, which is proximity to police stations because you're trying to deter crime. And presumably, if you're near and around the police stations, then they can deploy officers faster there, and that will lead to them being able to prevent the crime or arrest the crime or so on. Now, why you wouldn't just station officers in and around these hotspots, I don't know. That would be data-driven policing rather than just blanket forcing these places to close, but whatever. We can at least understand the logic in that portion. But the other thing, if you didn't catch it, that will make you exempt from being able to close is your proximity to a freeway. Now, look, I understand why they're doing this, because if you're driving through Indiana, you happen to go through this town, and all the gas stations are closed, that is an absolute disaster for you if you're on the road. You're going to create a situation where people are going to get unnecessarily stuck just because you passed this ridiculous ordinance. But the thing is, being closer to the freeway as a gas station means you're more likely to have that transient population from the city of Chicago. In fact, one of the crimes that they're talking about as the inspiration for why they want to pass this law involves a victim who was shot because of a fight that got out of hand nearby in the gas station that he was pumping gas at. And that person happened to be a resident of the city of Chicago. Now, I haven't been able to find as of right now if this is one of the stations that is going to be allowed to remain open during this period of time. But because you're trying to protect people and possibly the perpetrators are also from the city of Chicago, chances are you're leaving the most likely for these types of crimes you're trying to prevent gas stations to be open and you're concentrating more and more people in and around that time at those stations because you've closed two-thirds of the stations during that period of time. It's not the most logical solution. And again, the story is tragic, but I don't think the solution to it is closing the gas station. Diane Morgan brought three men into this world only to have to bury two of her children. Her oldest son, Ronnie Martin, shot and killed in Hammond weeks ago. I had three kids. Now I got one. They were not supposed to leave here before me.
On June 25th, Ronnie, a passenger in a car, was about to leave this gas station at Sibley and State Line. That's when police say a fight broke out between two other men and shots were fired. One of those bullets flew through the windshield and into Ronnie's chest, killing the Chicago father of four. Now, it is important for you to understand what they're trying to prevent. The fact that these crimes are, in fact, real. This woman's son did die. He was murdered. And apparently, he was the second child that was murdered. And in this particular incident, according to the reporting, it appears he had no involvement in the fight that ultimately led to his death. He was just getting gas and shots came off. One of those bullets strayed and hit him and took his life. And for a mother who's already lost one son in a tragic, senseless way, this was too much for her to bear. They took away and it meant a whole lot to a whole lot of people, a whole lot of people. Ronnie's death now has Hammond City leaders considering a proposal that will require city gas stations to close overnight. Supporters of the plan say the goal is to curb crime. I was cheated. This should not be the end. This was not it. If something positive can come out of this, I don't want no other parent, mother, anybody to feel like I feel right now. Now, I understand the mother is grieving, and I understand that this was what was put forward by the city of Hammond as a solution. I just don't believe it's going to work. I'm not trying to come down on her. The idea that it is done in her son's name is not on her or anything like that. And to be clear, the ordinance actually kicked in a couple of days ago, and this crime occurred in June. So there could have been another crime used as an impetus for this, and I don't want to throw any shade or any hate or anything like that toward the mother because I grieve for the mother's loss. It's absolutely horrible what she said in the beginning. I had three children. Now I got one. They were not supposed to leave here before me. About how she shouldn't be burying one of her children, let alone two out of three of her sons, to me is really gut-wrenching and heartbreaking and I understand if they push this solution and she believes that some good can come of the tragic murder of her child that she might be in favor of it without really processing how absurd of a proposal it actually is. Still, as we said, drivers we spoke with have some concern. I think it's ridiculous. I really do. Uh, you know, I do travel at night and um, that would be very detrimental. That possibly could increase crime because they know that people will probably be posted at gas stations waiting for them to open in the wee hours of the morning and they're setting people up for failure. So first we have this gentleman right here talking about how he travels at night and this will negatively impact her. Then they cut to this woman and she explains how it could actually increase crime because if you want to rob somebody or you want to target people at a gas station, you know if you post up 10 minutes early, a lot of people are going to flood in and that's when you can take advantage. I mean, I'm pretty against it. I mean, just because I have gas stations in this area. Sonny Tawana owns a few gas stations in Hammond. And he doesn't buy the mayor's argument that cutting gas station hours will curb crime. I don't think it's just going to move on to the next business or the next town over. So I don't really think that that's the solution, but, you know, we'll see. Now, they interviewed this guy who opens a couple of gas stations, and obviously he's a business owner, so he's incentivized because he wouldn't have his stations open during those hours unless it actually bore fruit for him to be against this. But his points, at least half of them, are valid at least for consideration for the city of Hammond. So if they just move locations from the gas stations to other businesses, other convenience stores that happen to be open during the day, then you will not see a crime drop in Hammond. However, if they move the next town over or the next state over or the crime starts occurring in Chicago, 
This is actually something that they would be perfectly fine with in the city of Hammond because whether or not net crime goes down in Indiana or net crime goes down in the nation as a whole is not something that they're concerned about in the city of Hammond if their crime gets to reduce. If they get to move it, which I'm skeptical that this will work in the first place, outside of the lines of the city, they'll actually call this a successful program. So he's wrong in that regard. He's not wrong in his assessment that it probably won't reduce crime overall. But if you can shift crime out of your town, then that is something that they would definitely sign up for if we're being perfectly honest. Now, I'm assuming that there are some gasoline taxes and other issues in the city of Chicago that might incentivize people to cross the border into these border areas in order to get gas. So maybe you actually will end up with some kind of statewide crime reduction because you won't have these people moving into your area. But overall, I do agree in its totality, this policy is not going to be any kind of majorly effective could potentially backfire and lead to detrimental results, and that is just what happens when you decide not to focus on the criminal, not to focus on deterring them from committing crimes or incapacitating them, and instead focus on blaming the location where the business occurs. But I could be wrong. I could be proven false. And if you think I am, let me know down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on my social media, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This is has been me talking about some nonsensical proposal that is now law in Indiana. Till next time.